0: You're listening to Gruesome and Unnatural, a true crime podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Gruesome and Unnatural. I'm Shelley,
1: And I'm Eric, and this is episode 43.
0: Yeah, hello, my gruesome addicts. Welcome to another episode. Also, uh, let's just get into it. You ready? Yeah. All right. So growing up, Mark Raymond Sawish loved science and uh, helping others, so he decided to become an ophthalmologist. Mark received his medical degree from the University of Chicago Pritzker School of Medicine He then went on to complete his residency at John Hopkins University and finally received his certification from the American Board of Ophthalmology and went on to have a successful uh, medical practice. So we can say Mark was very successful and he had a lot of money, right? Because he had this very successful medical practice, like I just said. (laughs) And Mark is now living in Malibu, California, and he has like a nice beachfront home. And he was working in the Pacific Palisades, which can vary on time because we're talking Southern California. Mark, unfortunately, started to have mental health issues, although um, he like, did struggle with bipolar for many years. But at this time, he was kind of going through a divorce, and then he got another relationship, and they were kind of ending that relationship. So he was just struggling with uh, his life. In November of 2016, Mark burned his hands pretty badly, so much to the point where he was no longer able to perform surgery anymore. Damn. So you know that was his life. It was then that his mental health started to deteriorate rapidly, according to his mother. Mark is 57 years old at this point, and he comes across a man named Anthony Flores, who was a 46-year-old hairdresser, uh, as well as he owned his own like cleaning bu- or window cleaning business. And also 39-year-old Anna Moore, who was a yoga instructor and an actress and a singer as well. I can't find a lot of information about Anthony, but I know that Anna was born in San Francisco, California to mother Mary Plesner and Dr. Stephen Moore, at 17 years old, she did move to New York in order to further pursue her acting career. Her acting career, and she was very, you know, she was successful at it. There's actually a bunch of like, uh, you know, videos of her doing her music videos and stuff like that on her social medias that are still up. So, uh, her first break came when Anna appeared opposite Uma Thurman in *The Life Before Her Eyes*. I've never seen it, but <laughs> that's where she. Uh, Crazy. Yeah, she also played Alice in *Fighting Fish*. In which she won a critical acclaim and many awards for all these two, so she was kind of out there, you know. That's,
1: yeah, yeah, that's cool.
0: So Anthony and Anna eventually met one another, and they began working in Fresno, California. So, and then this is when they, you know, are in Venice, Venice Beach, actually, and they go to this ice cream shop and they meet Mark, and they kind of just, you know, become friends. So that's what I'm saying. Okay, so this is in June 2017 when they're in Venice and they come across. Mark and slowly, like they just, you know, he befriends them and tells them that. So, Anthony kind of tells Mark, like, hey, we can be your caregiver if you need, like, help, you know, with anything. Cause they started talking. Mark was telling them about his, you know, his life and what was going on and everything. So, Anthony's like, well, we can kind of be your caregivers and help you out and everything. So, Mark uh, agreed to it. Anthony even texted Mark stating, quote, if this helps you in any way or if there's anything we can do for you, we will help to assist you. Our desire is to add ease and flow to your life and be of great service. Sincerely, your new friends, Anthony and Anna, unquote. They wanted to make his home comfortable for him, like kind of like a spot, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's pretty fast. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like you just yeah. accepting, accepting somebody into Rich your life guy sometimes.
1: living in Malibu.
0: Yeah, yep.
1: Working in the Pacific Palisades, rich area. Agreed. Yep. A lot of people take advantage of people. I don't know. I Kinda don't, I don't want to get ahead of the story. I'm just, uh, you know, starting to read things a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a okay. little fish, exactly. <clears throat> and they continue. Yes. So they wanted to make his home, like, comfortable for him, kind of like a spa. Um, he had cooks and masseuses constantly in the home for, you know, Mark and everything. And just a few days later, the couple actually moves in to this multimillion-dollar beach home, mm. Rent free. Yep. yep. Yeah, I think you're seeing something here. So at this point, Mark had voluntarily been hospitalized many times from 2000, uh, 2015 and like to 2017. So a couple of years. Summer of 2017, Mark actually got in a fight with a man on the Santa Monica Pier. I know. And then another incident. Um, not too long after that, Mark went to a celebrity hotspot called Moon Shadows, located in Malibu, which is right on the beach. Um, I looked it up. It's beautiful. I've n- never heard of it. I'm surprised I haven't. But Mark decided that night he was going to rack up a very large bar tab, and he just left without paying for it. Which is weird, because he has so much money. <laughs> yeah. Like, why? why? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe so,
1: when you're rich, you're like, I could pay for everything. Let's do something out of the norm and Dine and Dash.
0: Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So the third time, he had an encounter with police, when Mark started throwing like rocks and cones, like the construction ones, you know, and he started throwing these for uh, people that were driving on the PCH, on Pacific Coast Highway. Oh, shit. Yeah, he just started throwing rocks and cones at cars that were driving by. So it's like, what? Something's mentally yeah, wrong. For sure. He's, yeah, so it was at this time that Mark was actually charged with malicious mischief and he was placed under the order of court to undergo psychiatric evaluation with a $40,000 bail. While he was hospitalized, staff said, quote, Dr. Sawish is extremely psychotic and manic, agitated and combative and suicidal with a poor capacity for attending uh, to his activities of daily living, mm. Like I mentioned earlier, Mark, you know, he had no problem with money. He was worth $60 million. So for whatever reason, he wasn't able to bail himself out and his family, who was living in Florida at the time, or they possibly still are, um, they didn't want to bail him out or post his bail either. Yeah. And I mean, can you blame... I don't blame them. Yeah. If my son was, you know, having these, you know, problems with the police or doing these, like, things, I would want, you know, to make sure he's, you know, that he's safe and he's not going to hurt himself or other people. I mean... I wouldn't want him locked up
1: in jail, though.
0: Well, no. No, no, no. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because if he's
1: rich and balling and everything, can he post his own bail?
0: That's what I'm wondering. I looked it up and it said, in some instance in California, you can, but I don't understand. Maybe... You know, the psychiatric place, like, you know, they yeah. just like were like, we, you know, you can't. That's you crazy. can't do, I don't know. Yeah. I was wondering the exact same thing. But yeah. So Mark, you know, he is fed up of being locked up. So he decided to make a plan. He's going to sign over power of attorney for all of his money oh, no. to Anthony. And that's exactly what he did. And they would, they agreed though, once that he posted his bail and Mark got out that he would sign it back over to Mark, you know, yeah, was, but was that all written money. down? No, this is over probably the phone when he's in jail. So, yeah. So that's this, and this devastated Mark's family, as you can imagine. So, after 45 days in the psychiatric ward of the Twin Towers in downtown LA, Anthony paid his bail and Mark was released. Although, signing over all the money into the hands of Anthony and Anna would be obviously a massive mistake, as Anthony never changed anything. And he told Mark that he would be there for him and be his caregiver. Yeah. You know, so at first Anthony and Anna were helping Mark out with his, like his finances. So that way he could focus on himself and his mental health. Uh, It was between September, 2017 and May, 2018 that Anthony and Anna started allegedly transferring money from Mark's account into their own personal accounts, as well as cutting off like all contact from Mark's family and friends. So it's really going downhill. Like these people are taking advantage like crazy, right? The couple started to make sure that Mark didn't have contact with the sister, his mother. Anthony went as far as texting Mark's mother saying, quote, I have given you clear instructions how best to serve your son's wishes. Silence is gold, unquote. Can you imagine as a mother, like this random dude that your son just met is texting you stuff like this? Like, what do you mean silence is gold? That's my son. Like, I don't know. Blows my mind. So they even told Mark that he can't contact any of his friends. And somehow, also, it blows my mind, he prohibited like any caseworkers from making visits to the house. Like, I don't understand how they did that, too. It blows my mind. I don't know. So this is uh, kind of the craziest part. and really sad, and it's horrible that these people are treating this man like this. But Anthony and Anna were taking Mark to his doctor to get infusions of ketamine, which uh, has been exper- experimented to help with severe depression. And then once they would t- uh, you know, take him home, so once they would take him home, they would give him weed, mushrooms, and LSD. Wow. But this ketamine, like it, really fucked Mark up. Like he, someone like referred to him, like uh, I think it was a masseuse. Like he would get these infusions, come home, and then he would, you know, get these massages. And they referred to him as like a, a, as a vegetable. Like he was just out of it. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, it's a tranquilizer.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. While they kept him drugged up, they changed the two-step authentication on a brokerage firm account of Mark's, and just so they can gain more of you know Mark's fortune, of course. While on these drugs, it really made obviously you know, Mark's mental health deteriorate even more to the point where he actually ended up evicting Anthony and Anna. He was like, "I am done. Like you guys are not helping me. I need you out." So he evicted them. He probably came, obviously, to the realization I'm saying that, like, for whatever reason, like, you're affecting my life more than you're helping me, right? So, Anthony and Anna went to a luxury hotel, and they got a really nice expensive room with Mark's money, obviously. Um, But while they're in this hotel, these horrible people (laughs) set up cameras in the house. And I I believe Mark didn't know about it. So, they sat in their fucking hotel room as they used Mark's money and just watched him just deteriorate in his own home without telling anybody nobody nobody knew about it and they just watched him i just what the hell is wrong with these people
1: fucking psycho
0: yeah so he's kind of alone in his home i mean he does have these cooks and these masseuses that are coming in and out of his home but he's like he's by himself he has no family because he kind of you know they prohibit him like talking to them so he has nobody so unfortunately like um i don't believe these i mean i'm pretty sure police still have these videos i'm pretty sure they're not out but they were saying in this one interview this guy was saying that he you know got these ketamine shots he was on mushrooms LSD all this stuff and there was a point where he started just drinking alcohol and the ketamine and alcohol mixed together and and i guess there was a point where he was on his couch and he just started chugging like kombucha or something and it was just going all over the place cuz he was just all fucked up and everything and he just ends up dying on his couch because of a mixture of It was ruled, um, yeah, an accident.
1: Accidental overdose.
0: Exactly, yeah, because the mixture of ketamine and alcohol. Uh, Yeah, it ended his life on May 27th, 2018. Just four days, though, before he had died, Anthony successfully made two wire transfers of $1 million into his own account. And even after he died, the couple went on like nothing had happened, and they had the audacity to move back into Mark's home. Because they had the ability to because they probably like had his keys or something, you know, yeah. like, but they moved back into his fucking house. Psychos. So and then they also claimed that um, that they own the house, too, because you he know,
1: signed everything over. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And they actually got rid of like a lot of paperwork and stuff like that. So that way they couldn't really prove that like, it wasn't their home, you know. So Mark's family was finally informed of his death and they were extremely suspicious. So they started looking to his estate and like they found out there was like three million dollars missing. Sort of like, what the hell? Like Anthony and Anna have something to do with this, right? Well, actually, yeah, it wasn't missing. It was in their accounts, (laughs) Anthony and Anna's. Mark's family sued Anthony and Anna, stating that they needed to pay back the stolen money. Um, But at this point, I don't know if they were still together because authorities did finally arrest Anthony in Fresno. Anna was living in Monterey, Mexico at the time, but she had taken a flight to Houston, Texas, where she was arrested. The two are being charged with one count of conspiracy to commit fraud and mail fraud, one count of aggravated identity theft, two counts of wire fraud, two counts of mail fraud, one count of conspiracy to engage in money laundering, two counts of money laundering. That's a lot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but there's no like their fault for the death.
0: Yeah, nothing really states. Yeah, because I mean,
1: they're the one who gave him all that ketamine and shit.
0: Yeah, but they took him to his doctor to get the ketamine, and then he's drinking at home. But they, but the, the, I mean. I did hear a 911 call from Anthony saying, oh, my friends, I think you need to check on my friend. I think he's dead in the house. It's like, you guys just probably watched him die yeah, and didn't do anything. They waited on it. Yeah. Because they probably wanted. They're like, if he dies, I want my money. Uh, You know, his money.
1: And his house.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So Anthony stated in a Facebook post, quote, on my soul that I am innocent, unquote. He then added something to the fact that these charges against him, like, they're nonviolent. So it's like he shouldn't be charged that much but it's like again you watched a man die yeah (laughs) and kind of a little bit you took
1: advantage of someone deteriorating in life and
0: yes exactly sort of
1: transferring money to your own account
0: Mm -hmm. yeah exactly while drugging him up so he pled not guilty and is still awaiting trial anna has yet to enter a plea and is also still waiting for trial According to the Malibu Times, they stated that Mark spent his final hours doing what he loved, which was, quote, watching wildlife from his seaside balcony and listening to the waves of the Pacific Ocean, unquote. Loved ones stated that Mark spent nearly three decades doing what he loved. They also said, quote, in addition to his beautiful mind, those close to Mark will remember his keen sense of humor and sharp wit. Mark will be remembered fondly for his gentle demeanor, generosity, and kind heartedness, unquote. So yeah, that's the horrific story of Mark Sawish.
1: That's, that sucks.
0: I know. it's. Oh, God. You I know, did. it's a
1: trip, people fighting over money, like the family wanted the money, it sounded like, too.
0: Yeah, they were saying the mother really wanted his, you know.
1: His money. Like, yeah. And who, who's not to say that, you know, he wouldn't give his mother the money or anything, but after someone dies, it's, you have all this money when you die, you can't take it with you, so it makes people fucking fight each other.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. So
1: it's so crazy, yeah. like, and it's people that weren't he wasn't even related to, and I don't know. Just,
0: yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I kind of wrote that down. It was just like, also, like, she's an actress. She's doing music and she seemed pretty successful i mean she's got to make something out of it it seemed like but it's just like and then you go and steal this money from this man that worked hard for it and shit like that like who the hell do you think you are become
1: a caregiver and give him, you know have help him get ketamine give him mushrooms and weed and alcohol it's like yeah what are you doing
0: serious yeah exactly like what the hell yeah
1: if someone has the you know those mental health problems i don't think that's the way yeah mixing all those different you know
0: yeah they knew alcohol and drugs they had to know yeah yeah oh it's just horrifying that he just man that was like his favorite ice cream shop too or something he would just go to his ice cream shop and then he just wrong time wrong place maybe and he just came across these fucks. and i'm dying to know what happens in this trial like if they're gonna get charged or what's gonna happen but yeah, wild, wild stuff. So, yeah, thanks, everyone, for listening. Go rate and review if you want. Tell a friend. it would be awesome. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next Monday. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and be aware. Peace.